Welcome to Renaissance City, a Prowlers and Paragons actual play produced by TTRP Theater. I'm Duke Walter, your Game Master. Myself and a group of friends have come together to spin some tales, have some laughs, and hopefully entertain you with our stories of superheroes. The Prowlers and Paragons system is a rules-light role-playing game that allows us to live out the fantasy of being the heroes and villains. In this episode, we decided to try something a little different. A lot of times in comic books, stories bounce from scene to scene. The players each rolled one d6. The player that rolled the highest number chose the setup for each scene. And I have to admit, it worked out really well. It brought excitement to the entire game. Saint Shadow is played by Jazz Abramowitz. The Scarlet Spartan is Dean Martin Jr. Cotton Dearborn and King are played by Chris Freedom. TTRP Theater is a group of actors, artists, and gamers from all walks of life that collaborate to bring you compelling content. We are a diverse group that loves playing a diverse set of games in a diverse set of styles. We have created a community for all people to come together and help us tell stories that we can all be proud of. Be sure to visit ttrptheater.com for all of our content. Okay, let's get into the show. Raymond and Cotton are on Alexander Griffin's front doorstep. That's where you want to start. Yeah. Like waking up from a dream. Shadow or Alabaster is in this scene. Which one? If it's Shamamino and, and uh, Clary Mifumpton, it's Alabaster. It's Alabaster. Then it's Alabaster. Is Alabaster in the car? Is Alabaster hiding? No, no, no. Are Hold you up. out of sight? Hold up. Hold up. Here's here's my plan. I'm, I'm repositioning here as we go. Alabaster, you engage first. Your goal is to is to re-engage in the conversation where we get a team of supers built on his side. If we don't get any traction, and I'm gonna read his emotions in the middle of this process, just heads oh, up. Nice, and nice. if we don't get <laughs> we don't get any traction, then at any given point, we may flip the script and we might just hold his ass down. Give him an exam. Right. So you guys are like waiting in the car. So Shimamino's the driver? No, I think we all come together. We all come together. All three of you on the door. Yeah. On the doorstep of Alexander Griffin. Okay. You good, Alabaster? Yes, and. Let's go. All right, exactly right. I love it. I love it. Let's do this. Are we not going to call first? Ugh, I hate a pop-in. Yeah, but back then, that you know what I mean? What other choice was there? I'll ring the doorbell. Bing bong. The doorbell rings at the door of a 
moderately nice home. Is the car in the driveway? Is the Rolls Royce in the driveway? I might as well keep her on the street. The Rolls Royce is on the street, and the three of you standing on the doorstep of Alexander Griffin. There we go. The door opens. Oh my God, what are we doing here? Great question. <laughs> now, it should be on record that we rolled a dice, one six-sided dice to see who would lead the show. No. Chris, what did you roll? It doesn't matter. You all came to this conclusion. No, here's this what's was up. one of the choices, and this is how you chose. We're all in. We're all in. Yep, we're here now. I'm good with it. No qualifying statements. You don't get to pass the buck. <laughs> you don't get to pass the buck. That's not how this works. Right. Same team. Okay, we're all in. Yep. All right, Alabaster. The door opens. Three of you standing on the doorstep of Alexander Griffin. He looks at the three of you from side to side. What time of day is this? It's uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Oh. Mr. Whitingale? Alexander. Dr. Mafumpton. Forgive the interruption uh, and for showing up uh, unannounced. Uh, wanted to see if we could have a quick conversation before church this morning. Yes. Please, come inside quickly. Read his thoughts. <laughs> uh, uh, this is our, our colleague, Shimamino Diskowitz. He's a driver, but also has other unique contacts and things that may be of use to us. Mm-hmm. Like I said, inside, quickly. I go inside. Yep. Into... The devil's den. Cotton, are you following? Oh, I'm I'm in. Yeah, we all just walk right in. Okay. For sure. Door closes behind you. You're standing in a foyer. Um, it's like I said, it's not an overly lavish house, but for the time, it's a it's a it's a nice home. He immediately turns to you, Alabaster. What are you doing with the Scarlet Spartan? Well, Raymond, you will gain a point of resolve. Oh, okay. Standing face to face with Alexander Griffin, who has been the most vocal person against all superheroes and has called your name specifically dozens of times as kind of the focal point for the message against superheroes in the city of Detroit. Um, standing face to face with him, putting on a wig and having sunglasses on doesn't hide you in any way, shape or form from him. Yeah, he's got a toupee on. <laughs> okay, toupee. Can I roll to read his emotions? Sure. Five. So, oddly, you feel a resistance. <sighs> All right, so I can't, I really can't read his emotions. I just feel his resistance. You, you, you feel a resistance against your probe. Gotcha. That's a great choice of words. We'll see where this meeting goes. <laughs> we'll see where Dr. Clary <laughs> Mafumpton takes the meeting from here. The famed proctologist, Dr. Clary Mafumpton. Jesus Christ. Um, Alexander, if, if I may, um, I sense 
some resistance to this conversation. Are you are you open to discussion? I wouldn't have brought you inside if I wasn't. Good. Wonderful. Well, Alexander, the last time that we spoke at the restaurant, I made mention of an intent to partner with some superpowered people in order to further our shared goals. And while I know that perhaps the Scarlet Spartan is not what you had in mind, I wanted to illustrate that there were reasonable people among them. Scarlet being one surprisingly. Oh, I'm absolutely for Scarlet Spartan being part of the initiative to form a team of powered people. How do we further this um, safely? How can we have mutual trust enough to move forward? Uh, I want to be a part of helping form this group as well. Um, I just want to know that should we bring any additional powered people that they'll be protected, not hunted. Protected from who? From you? Your task force. That's the point of bringing them to our side so that we can move forward for a better Detroit, for a better America, for, for a better world even. Exactly. We all want that. Duke, we do. Raymond's going to scope the place. What are you looking for? I'm just looking for something out of place, movement. Um, just, you know, is there anybody watching from around the corner? Um, roll perception. Uh, oh, we got some dice on this one. One, two, three, three total. Um, it's not like you hear footsteps or breathing or um, can really sense any presence of anybody um, close by from where you're standing in the foyer of the house. Okay. Yeah. Did I pick up on any other life forms when I was reading emotion? Um, you said that you were focused on Alexander Griffin, so... I was. I just wondered if there was any way that that would come incidentally. No, it did not come okay. incidentally. Got it. <laughs> you chose, and so that's the result I gave you. Oh, okay. I'm not trying to be manipulative. No, 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 I know. He's totally trying to be manipulative. A little bit. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> so, Mr. Spartan, are you here of your own free will? I am here. And you, Dr. Mafumpton. Yes. You seem to be um, a little more than you're presenting? Uh, let's just say I, I have a little interest in powered people, and I have a great network because of my willingness to care for powered people discreetly. I mean, it is quite unique. The... Um... The group, the three of you here. Sure. How willing are you to be part of this team? I personally would love to be present, to be 
an advocate to be um, part of anything to promote the safety and well-being of our community. My ultimate goal, the reason for my passionate involvement is to protect those who may be falsely accused of being monsters uh, when that's not the reality. Mr. Spartan, what of your um, partner, the one they call King? He's not here. (laughs) I'm aware he's not here. Do you think he would be interested in participating, in attempting to achieve the goals that you and your friends have stated you're here for? I'll go ask him. Samamano, Raymond is bugging out. What does that mean? He's going to the door and he's going back to the car. His comfort level has been exceeded. Oh, King is outside? Okay, excellent. Let's let's bring him in, please, quickly. I don't need him to be seen outside my home. And he follows you out the door. Oh, he's coming with me. All right. You said you were going to go ask King. Alexander Griffin is very interested in whether King will be part of this party or not. As an aside, it's probably worth noting that he saw oh, the I know. white flash in the purple yes, he image. Did. Yeah, I just, I'm sitting here thinking about that myself. Go ahead. Oh, you misunderstood. Um, I have to go pick him up. Oh, okay. And um, will you be long? I'll be back. Are the rest of you... Go, go, Oh, uh, excuse me. I, uh, Are the rest of you going as well? Yes, I um, <clears throat> I um, I must I must get ready for church. As you know, I attend most Sundays with my father. Well, and I I don't regularly attend church, um, so I'll have an hour to kill. Um, if you're interested in that exam, Alexander. Um. Thank you, but no, I do have a regular physician that I see, um, and I've had my down. I've had my checkup for this year. Thank you. Um, wonderful, wonderful. I'm I'm really I'm really interested that you would show up so quickly and leave so quickly. I'd rather you stayed. I want everybody to make a willpower check, please. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, come on, baby, hot dice. Okay. Two. Three. Three, four. Four total. Damn. Two out of seven. Two total. You all stop. Frozen in place. Paralyzed. Cannot move. Nothing touched you. You felt no hands on you. Nothing of the sort. I think back inside is good. Okay. And you all raise up off the ground and very, very quickly are brought back inside the house under a power, not your own. Okay. Physically raised off the ground. Um, I would like to entertain the possibility that that might trigger King. Sure. Yeah. Roll willpower. (laughs) Two. I don't think the fear... Or the time, I don't, I don't think it's strong enough. Okay. Um, because it happens so very quickly, 
it takes you a second to even wrap around, you know, wrap your head around the fact that you just got frozen in place. You know, Alexander Griffin says, mm, I don't think so. And you get frozen in place and swept back into the house. I mean, it happens that fast. And he walks in the front door and the door closes on its own. And he's standing there looking at all three of you. Ugh. Alexander, it appears you too are. You're frozen. Person. You're paralyzed. You cannot speak. <laughs> you oh, not, even... I can't talk at all. Okay. Not at all. It. And he looks around at the three of you. I mean, no ill will, gentlemen. And as soon as he is done saying that, you have control of yourselves again. Please understand that you being here has advanced my plans much further than I had intended. Your actions continue to. Muck it up, I guess is the right word. You keep playing as these heroes in town for whatever reason, and I don't have any control over you. I was hoping that Alabaster's idea would be um, a way to start that conversation. But unfortunately, I've had to reveal myself before I had intended to, but I couldn't let you get away today. So now that you know a little something about me. What are your true goals? Alexander. I told you. Protection. Prosperity. What do you perceive as a threat? The rest of the world. Okay. There are things at play here and not here that you know little to nothing about. My intention was to build an army. I was able to use the fear of these small-minded people with large bank accounts to start to build that army. You, the three of you, decided to make it your mission to try to destroy that army. What you don't understand is that that army is not here to harm you in any way. It's here to protect you. It's here to protect all of us. Got it. Okay. A world war started 10 years ago. Millions, millions died. Why are they being used? To rob banks. Oh, that was... Uh, that was some... The Purple Gang, in and of themselves, they were a means to an end. And they found the technology to be useful for those ends, those criminal ends of theirs. So then you can understand why we did not consider your army a thing of good. Certainly. Yes, there have been mistakes made. Careless. I can't control all of them all of the time. How long have you been here, Raymond? Seven, seven cycles, I think. After the war ended, well, anyway, that's a whole other discussion. So you can be in and you can do it of your own accord, or you can be in because I make you. I have all sorts of assets at my disposal. So I'll let you choose. Friend or foe. With me or against. I'd like to spend a point of resolve to force my emotion control into the room. Okay. So all of a sudden everybody gets happy? Everybody gets super happy. God, I wish I had that power. Listen, Alexander, this has been a great chat. We've got a lot to think about. I think we're going to... There you go, gonna... confer with King. 
we're gonna go talk to King and, and we're gonna get right back to you. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm just I'm so happy that you guys came today. It's been I mean, it's been so much fun. I mean, I really, I, I didn't expect this to happen. I thought, I, I literally thought that I was going to have to, you know, like capture you guys and, and implant the, the technologies <laughs> into your brains. And, you know, oh, I mean, no, no, but no. really, you guys getting oh, here today and us being, you know. You are a total cut up. Listen, uh, it's it's been great. We will, we will see you very soon. Okay. Let's be good guys. Can we all agree to be good guys? Yes, to, to being good guys. What are, uh, to being good guys. The Power Walkers. Alabaster walks out the door to the car. Go to the car. Cleary starts to walk out and turns around over his shoulder and says, wait, I thought you said King was your enemy, that you were threatened by King. Do you still feel that way? I said King was my enemy. You had mentioned that you felt like King was a problem that he was out of control and that he was used as an example of why this committee was formed to control powered people. Yes. He and the Scarlet Spartan are, are easy red herrings. Okay. I believe that we as powered people, myself, the Scarlet Spartan King, others, and he looks directly at you, Cotton, deserve more. We are the ones who should be in positions of influence and power to protect those that cannot protect themselves. And so I've helped form this story to all of these simple-minded, easily manipulated people. That's the best. Henry Ford can do math. Henry Ford can... He has a lot of influence over, you know, industry and those sorts of things. And he has very, very deep pockets, but he's just a man. He can't do what I can do. He can't do what the Spartan can do. The Spartan is a thousand times more powerful than any of these captains of industry. It's a really nice house. Nice meeting you. We'll go talk to King. I'm excited for what we can do in the future. Good to, good to talk to you. Thank you. Start that sucker up and we're driving out of there. Raven. Bye. Give him a honk. We're still happy, right? Everybody's happy. Raymond. Raymond. What are you? Do you need to select a hat for a minute? Oh, I'm freaked out. <laughs> I did not expect that. I'm not sure how comfortable I am with Alexander and his plan. What do you guys think? I don't know because I don't know at his heart if he's good or evil. Yeah. What couldn't we conquer if we sided with that army of machines? I think there's one thing that's definitely true. Better to be in conversation with him than not. So I feel like I feel like being connected with him and talking to him and at least having this going is probably smart. I agree. I'm just I'm a little worried about uh, the first job that he asks us to do and what position that might put us in in order to right. maintain that alliance. It's a valid concern. As an aside, how are you going to explain it to King? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was all very scary. Whose idea was it to go to his house? We all decided together. Seriously, what are the options? I mean, everything just changed. 
Right. It makes me feel like this is jazz talking. It makes me feel like even the Hooverville murders may have just been a story not actually perpetrated by a powered person. But if that's the kind of shit that he's doing to make, to produce this, this fear, right? Like then that's, I don't want to be on the side of that. He's evil. I'm an optimist, uh, guys. I think better to be involved and perhaps if it's going in the wrong direction, the three of us, and whatever other resources we can muster may just possibly be able to steer this ship in the right direction. Okay. My thoughts, my thoughts. So we're going to be government funded super team. I'm down. Maybe we get an upgrade on the, uh, the lake house. Ooh, good call. And we'll all need new hats. <laughs> hey, I want my tab at busters to be automatically covered by the government. That's what I'm going to ask for. Put it in your contract. Yeah. All right. Next steps. Well, we need to have a conversation with King if we're going to move forward with this. I don't know if we want to do that right now, but that 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 needs to happen. Be nice if Cotton could be there. That would be challenging. I just want to say something off the record here. <laughs> I I'm just throwing it out into the universe. Chris has this idea in his head that somehow ingesting a small amount of nitroglycerin could be like a nitro pill for a heart attack that could induce King. And I don't know how to initiate that into the story because I've got a shit ton of nitro- nitroglycerin at my apartment. Just putting that out there. I mean, you are a doctor. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> you do. Thank you. you do have a you do have a medical degree. Except for the part where you don't. Right. <laughs> I feel free. It. Feel free to try to drink some nitroglycerin to, to get King seems, out. Seems <laughs> See right. If that I mean, I jumped in traffic. It's not out out of my character. Not at all. It actually makes perfect sense. I'm surprised you haven't tried it up to this point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to my apartment. And see if we can get King to come around. Okay. In the rolls. Are you gonna have Shadow? Um, what did you do last time? You tried to. Scare him or punch him or something? No, he. <laughs> oh yeah, you did punch yeah. him, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I tried to scare him. What do you What are you gonna do to try to bring King out? We get back to uh, the apartment building, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to draw from the emotion in the building and see if I can pull anything worth pulling out to okay, okay. influence King. Roll for your um, roll for your telepathy. Get triggered. Three. <laughs> what do you find? So I, I'm just anytime I'm around a group of people, I and I want to switch into king. I, I just try to draw from the crowd. Usually, there's somebody with a intense emotion. So I, I scan the building, and. Uh, Mrs. Johnson and 2B is is just sitting there uh, doing a crossword. She's pretty uninspired. Um, Phil Raymond, I'll tell you what he's feeling. It'll trigger you. All right. So I go to scan the building, and I, I feel Raymond. What's Raymond feel? Raymond's thinking about this fruit salad they made on his home world. And he's just 
I mean, it hurts to think about it, you know, the colors and the textures. And it was, oh, it was so delicious. And nothing on your world compares. I mean, he's almost in the motion of eating it. Cotton throws up in his mouth a little bit and swallows. He's just really, really longing for his world right now. Cotton doesn't like fruit salad? No. Does that trigger King? Cotton, <laughs> the thought of fruit salad. His, mouth a little bit. his, yeah, his exactly. hatred of fruit salad. <laughs> fruit salad. <laughs> the thing is, though, is he can't read minds. He doesn't know that it's fruit salad. He just right. knows that right. Cotton is, or that Raymond is... Longing. Are you sad? Reflux. Is that what this is? Is this a longing? Is this a... Yeah. Yeah, dude. Just... Oh, man. You remember that, you know? Like... And you think that's the emotion that's going to help trigger King? Okay. It's soul-crushing. All his flavors are lost, you know? I mean, the whole world tastes different. But that's but he can't that read your salad. thoughts. He just reads your emotions. So you're sad yeah. that you can't eat your fruit salad. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> it, I mean, he's almost to a tear. He's almost to a tear. He's like, just you know, King is coming. We're gonna eat. King has given up hope. Cotton of ever coming out of cotton. Uh, start slapping him again. And the flash of white, the outline of purple. And for all of you, King is now standing before you. Where's the fight? What's going on? What's up, big fella? Where's the enemy? Something interesting happened, King. And we need to talk to you about it. Cotton. Are we safe now? We're safe. Yeah, yeah. Stand down. We're good. This is Cotton's apartment. You've been here. I'm super hungry. What's going on? Yeah. I'm going to hit the fridge while Shadow tells him what's up. Or the ice box. What do we got in 1923? We're not really sure we understood Alexander's intent. We had a meeting with him. We popped in. Sunday morning. He is a powered person also. Alexander Griffin is a powered person? A very astute powered person. He He was able to freeze us not not temperature wise but make us paralyzed we're all disabled flying through the air whoa and basically said that uh, he had created this army so that people like him who had abilities could be the ruling class and he would use an army to to help achieve those means and um i think cotton was thinking that maybe his intent was was good and and wanted to give it a chance to be a government mandated team uh, or at the very least stay on his good side until we figure out what's really happening with him and what his true intents are but uh alexander was pretty um adamant that he needed you to be a part of that team. Really? Raymond brings him a, a salami and a wheel of cheese. Oh, thank you. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> That's what he sounds like when he eats. So what do you guys think? I mean, I have to, I, I, I really have to just trust you guys not being there myself. Not even sure what to think. 
Yeah, nor I. Not sure what to think. He made a compelling argument, but I feel that there's something underneath. I worry as to what type of missions we might be given. Mm-hmm. I could see that, too. He made point to uh, describe how completely weak and feeble Henry Ford is. Power is generally abused when one gets too much of it, right? It sounds like you guys were unable to resist his power. Is he that much more powerful than you guys? He smoked us. I I don't, um, I didn't know it was coming, but no, I could not resist it. He mentioned also a technology that they can implant in our minds to control us. Well, that's horrifying. I can't imagine something infiltrating your mind and controlling you. That sounds terrible. What do you guys want to do? You want to, you want to go with the flow and get involved? Or do you want to take this guy out? Well, I think he's, I think he's very, mm, I think he's very powerful. And he did say friend or foe, either way, we would be under his control. Or he implied it. Well, then screw this guy. I'm not one to be controlled by anyone. How do we go about it? I don't think a an affront, I don't think... A uh, direct assault. A direct assault will, will be successful. Let me ask you this. How far is his house from his neighbor's house? <laughs> probably far enough. Um, I mean, it's a normal it's a normal neighborhood, so there's probably... 60 feet between the houses. Oh, okay. He's not like, he's not the mega wealthy. No, 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 no. He's not living in like the Whitingale mansion or something like that on five acres in the middle of town. No, nothing like that. Right. What if we were to lure him somewhere away from a population center and blow his ass up with all this nitroglycerin? Yep. Shadow, what do you think? I'm not sure that jumping straight to murder is our best play but um king. I mean, <laughs> yeah you are talking to king uh, but you know cotton i think wanted to take more of an insider role uh okay and kind of feel out the situation i i don't think he was ready to jump to to murder uh but um <laughs> i mean come on it's it's not fair to call it murder if it's somebody who's threatening all of humanity. I mean, it's self-defense. Mm, true. I mean, that's that's a fair point. I just don't again, I'm I'm struggling to know what his intent really is. Sure. It it was it was ominous, but um at the same time he didn't he didn't seem I felt like his desire for the safety and prosperity for the citizens of Detroit was, was honest. Raymond, Mm. what's the most 
heinous thing that you've read in the news. Relative powered people in the last few weeks. The mayor's letter to the city. About that incident uh, over on uh, Hissom Street with the the three ladies that were walking and one of them basically had her head taken off. I mean, that was all over the news. Do you not remember that? I missed that article. You know, maybe, maybe we should go poke around Hissom Street. I just feel like, uh, I mean, if there were an incident out there that would fit the bill, that's probably it. Are we going in disguise? We're going prepared for a fight in case there is one. Okay. And also, I want to send out recon messages to Jules and to George, asking them both for any information they know about Alexander Griffin and specifically uh, powered people in his employ. Are you sending it by messenger? Are you making phone calls? What are you doing? Yeah, just uh, courier cryptic messages. Pigeons. And we'll check in with them at some point. But um, let's uh, let's go down to Hissom Street at night. I'll bring the crowbar. See if we can trace back what happened with these women. Hissom Street. Okay. I'm now Cotton, and we're walking up Hissom Street. I'm not much of an investigator, so... How long ago was this incident? Since you're... I mean, it was only like four or five days ago. Okay. I'm following your lead, Shadow. I I got to be honest, I'm more of a fighter than an investigator. So once we get down there, uh, I like to roll either investigation or streetwise, specifically looking for any type of clues, bloodstains on the ground still, anything that can help us start to retrace the steps. Um, at this point, the scene's pretty much been cleaned up, but there's a tailor shop there that it happened outside of um these three ladies had had been in the shop that same day um and had not been gone long from the shop the shop owner is a man named william taylor no that's terrible it's a taylor shop by a guy named taylor yes that's perfect <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> okay we'll run with it um taylor's taylor <laughs> The the Bill Taylor. Taylor's Taylor. the Taylor's Taylor. Um, are you are you are you wanting to talk to him? Are you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I want to talk to William Taylor of Taylor's Taylor of Taylor's Taylor. Okay. <laughs> is this Shadow? Or is this this Shadow? Al. Yeah. No. It's hey Shadow. guys. Perfect. If uh, if you were to follow him, you'd be William Taylor of Taylor Taylor's Taylor. Just putting that out there. <laughs> You'd be tailing William Taylor of Taylor's Taylor? You'd be the tailor of William Taylor from Taylor's Taylor? Taylor's Taylor. It's true. It is true. Go ahead. Uh, I actually I actually think um, on this one, Cotton, uh, I, I look a little inconspicuous. I don't, I don't know this man. I think maybe if, if you go in and have a begin a conversation with him about what he saw and try to get it in as much detail as possible can do i thought we were going down there at night though is the tailor open it's it's like early evening you know just just nightfall okay got it 
Were there any other shops about? Yes. Yeah, there there are there are multiple um different shops up and down the street here. As you are approaching the shop, um you can see a gentleman closing the door behind him and uh pulling out keys, uh preparing to what you would assume is lock up. Excuse me. Are are you Mr. Taylor? Yes, sorry. Uh closed up for tonight. We'll we'll be open again tomorrow 9 a.m. Oh, understood. Understood. I won't keep you. I actually am not here to to have any clothing altered. I I have a question if you have a second. Sure. What's your what's your name? I should have done a bad French accent. Um I'm <laughs> I'm Cotton. Uh my name's Cotton Dearborn. I I really I my friends and I are are kind of chasing a story um we've we've heard that a horrible incident happened here the other night and it seems related to something we were looking into and honestly i just decided to come down here and see if i could learn more about it see if it had anything to do with my friend's disappearance um do you know anything about what happened to the lady the other night that had well that was mortally wounded down here um yes <laughs> yes, those ladies had just been in my shop. Um, you said Dearborn. Any relation to Daniel? Uh, in fact, yes, that's my cousin. Oh, pleasant man. Oh, yeah, he's wonderful. Yes, that's a very interesting build. Uh, he's frequent in my shop. He's been here quite a few times. Oh, is that right? Is yes. that right? Good. Yeah, he's, a, he's he's a good guy. Um, anything anything you could offer in the way of information would be super helpful. Well, the three ladies had exited my shop after um, bringing in for some adjustments and, and he points off to the left down the street, you know, the, the whole incident happened, you know, right over there. It's, I mean, it's interesting. Dearborn is interesting. You know, you're, your cousin was here that day too. I mean, I had several customers that day, but I mean, very tragic what happened to Miss Williamson. She was a nice enough woman. Any idea how it happened? No, I I've only what I've read, I didn't see it. Um there was um I didn't even realize that it had happened until you know, police had come and started to clean up the scene and take pictures and that sort of thing. It's terrible. Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty awful. Yeah, for sure. Do you know if she was part of any high-profile families or anything? I, I don't know much about her. I, 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 I really don't know. Um, I mean, like I said, they were fairly frequent customers of mine, but I can't say that she was um, part of a high-profile family of any sort. The police were adamant about it being a powered person. Really? Fascinating. I mean, at least, you know, from what I've read in the paper, there were no murder weapons found or anything of that sort. and. Um, 
you know, with the rise of all of these individuals in Detroit, it's been, well, it's not been very easy to walk down the street without looking over my shoulder every day. It's got me on edge quite a bit. They certainly haven't been painted well in the media, have they? I appreciate that you brought up that Daniel was there. Maybe I could talk to him and maybe he would know more uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, he hadn't left long before they entered the store. You know, he'd been in and not even five minutes later, the ladies were in and they they weren't here for, but maybe 15 minutes at the most. Well, thank you so much. I sure appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Of course. Um, you said your name again was Cotton? Cotton, yes. Cotton Dearborn. Cotton, Mr. Dearborn. Thank you. Um, yes. Um, good luck. Hey, thanks so much. Have a great night. Are you a, are you a private investigator or something? No, truthfully, I just, I had a friend who had his cousin went missing and I don't know for some reason he's got it in his head it's related to this event so I I just promised him that I would come down here and talk to you because I'm local so I just told him I'd get information for him so looks like there's not a whole lot of information to get to be honest have a good night sir yeah you too and he locks up the store and walks across the street and gets in a car and drives away The slink from the shadows. Holy shit. What are you doing? I didn't even know you were there. Were you standing there the whole time? The whole time. Oh, my God. You can't do that to me, dude. Well, it seems like you need to talk to your cousin, though, doesn't it? Right. I mean, either he is a suspect or he's being painted to look like one. So probably worth discussing with him. They've done that to him before. Yeah, they have. We certainly know that there are powered people that can mimic other powered people in this world. Yep. So ring them on the uh, the gizmo, have them meet us at Busters. I don't know that public is the best place, but sure. Let's go to Busters. I actually sent a courier there. Before, maybe there'll be some information for us. All right. I pull the device out of my pocket, turn the dial. Sable? Cotton, is that you? It is. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. Is everything okay? Everything's good. Um, We've had some developments. We learned a few things, and we have some questions. I wonder if you could get together. Certainly. Did you... Yeah, where? Um, let me buy you a beer at Buster's. Well, um, yeah, we can meet at Buster's. Okay, awesome. Uh, are you available now? Yes. I'll meet you there. You arrive at Buster's. The front door of Buster's is boarded up. There is a series of, like, two-by-fours that have been nailed across the front door. And there is a sign on the door. Under the order of the city of Detroit, this establishment has been condemned. Signed by Mayor Effie Dramas. Damn. The apartment was above it, right? Correct. 
Uh, is there a way to get into the apartment from not through the bar? For you? Likely. Yes. So I'd like to uh, scale the wall, climb in a window, the upstairs apartment. Give me... Um, get inside. Give me covert. Covert. I think someday. Three. Three total. It's fairly easy for you to get up to the second floor. That's that's not an issue for you. Um, window is locked. And you can see inside barely. Um, there's not a ton of light because it's after dark and there's no lights on inside. But you can see that it, it appears that the inside has been ransacked. Furniture turned over, cut apart as if, you know, been torn apart as if someone was looking for something. But it's not, you can't see George. Can I try and open the window? Of course. Another covert. Raymond better climb up there and help him with that window. Uh, two, two, two successes. I mean, it's only a window <laughs> lock, so it's not like it's hard to get unlocked. <laughs> the trials of windows and doors. Uh, one of them was a six, thank God. Another one. You rolled eight dice, got one six, and then rolled uh, another oh even number. God. Of course. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously, Raymond's gonna follow him up there. Okay, give me an agility roll. We want him to roll. Uh, okay. Are you just Are you just gonna jump up there, or are you gonna try to scale the wall? That's the real question. Yeah, I'm climbing the pipe. Okay. Drain pipe. Yeah, agility then. Four dice. Yeah, you make it up there, no problem. Um, it's not a very big windowsill. Are you just hanging out on the pipe along the side of the you know building? If he's going in, I'm going in. Okay. So the two of you slip in through the window. The apartment is destroyed. Um, every room is ransacked. Um, there are papers everywhere, um, furniture turned over, every drawer is pulled out, every cabinet open. You know, there are multiple smashed dishes on the floor. There are, uh, you know, every, every painting and picture is taken off of the walls. Um, and as you get into the back bedroom, the bed is turned over and there is a, um, a small panel pulled out of the floor and there's an empty opening. You know what I mean? There's where that, where that small panel, you know, like it was fit into the floorboards, like a secret panel. It is lifted and whatever was in there is gone. Uh, continue through the apartment down into the bar. The bar is in similar shape. Not all of the bottles are broken, but there are multiple broken bottles on the floor. It smells of stale liquor and beer. Um, everything has a layer of dust on it, as if this has happened a week, two weeks ago, maybe more. Um, so there is some good liquor. What are you looking for? A bottle of whiskey. You you find a bottle of whiskey. All right. I'm out of here. There's nothing for me to see. Yeah, agreed. Um, are you going to go back up and out the window, or are you going to you going to pry your way through one of the doors? Oh, uh, let's. Yeah, if we go through the door, then I mean, people will end up in here, and 
just make it worse. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, go out the way we came. Okay, you make your way back upstairs and out the window and back down. God, it's no good. What's going on in there? Trashed. Really? It's destroyed. Ransacked. You think Buster's okay? I I think he might. George might be okay, but uh, his business and the spare apartment destroyed. We saw no evidence of a of a slaughter. Good. Maybe he got away. That's terrible. Well, hopefully Sable will show up pretty quick and we can rendezvous somewhere else. The Sable floats down next to you. Cotton. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm, I'm fine. What is going on here? It looks like the mayor shut it down. And I guess it was closed for renovations. It was probably known that powered people congregated here is my guess. So this is not our place. Let's go to the haberdashery. All right, let's do it. Okay, I'll ride along with you. Oh, we're in the hoopty. And there's not a spare seat for the sable? Oh, no, there's room for everybody, but I'm just saying, we ain't rolling in style. We're back to the Model T. Sorry, buddy, you got to walk. Yeah, smells like wet dogs and sausage. Thank thank goodness. Great. Was missing it. (laughs) Um, Okay, you, you pull up to the haberdashery. All right. Does it look like he's home yet? Um, it's after dark. There are no lights on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from his world tour. Yeah, won't be able to tell once until we, we get in. Okay. Well, there's some glasses. I'm gonna pour a little bit of that whiskey out. So no evidence that George or his wife were harmed. Didn't look like it. Right. Wait, we don't know. We just no bodies. No, nothing like that, though. Right. 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 Okay, well, that's a good sign, at least. I wonder what they were after. I don't know. That's a good question. There was something valuable up there. Pretty well hidden. We've got some things to let you know about. Um, We met, we kind of took the initiative and went over and met with Alexander Griffin. Um, You you what? We we went and met with Alexander Griffin. A pop-in. Technically, Raymond and I were in disguise, and Shadow was Alabaster, but I'm pretty sure those those disguises fell flat. He figured us out pretty quickly. Um, He doesn't know, however, that I'm king. He did figure out Raymond, but we figured him out as well. As we were trying to leave, um, he managed to freeze us in our tracks, float us back in the door, and place us back in his living room against our will. We were all three powerless to prevent it. Um, Not only is he powered, but he is quite a powerful person. That's... Wow. Okay. Yeah, right. So our minds were blown as well. That's that's a lot. If he's a telepath too, um, well, that changes everything, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it really does. How'd you escape? Well, we we reasoned with him, and basically, I mean, listen, there was a veiled threat involved. He did say, basically, we could be with him or against him, and that he would make it happen either way. But he was trying to sell us on the fact that his ultimate objective was for powered people to be in power politically as well. And that what he was trying to do is create a world that wasn't dangerous for us to live in. Um, And that's the army that he's trying to develop. So I don't know. We're the three of us are highly skeptical. Uh, We think his plans are probably far more nefarious than any plans we would have. But at this point, we're still playing nice. Um, If for no other reason, then we just don't have a better plan. So that's where we're at. So if he has those kind of powers, does that mean that, did he like manipulate your minds at all? Or did, did he just grab hold of you? I didn't feel any of that. Just froze us, froze us in time. And then manipulated us through the air without touching us. I mean, uh, so similar to what I can do. We were helpless, helpless. Interesting. Right. It was very similar to what you can do. Did he say how he came about his powers or anything like that? Did you, did you get into that at all? Or he really wasn't answering a lot of our questions. Um, we were, we were trying to get some Intel, but I'll be honest. I think we were all a little bit by the experience and we were kind of trying to figure out what our best move was. And it was to get the hell out of there. Yeah. We felt the sunshine. Everybody left waving. Yeah. I mean, I guess now that we think about it and there was a super jovial feeling in the room as we were leaving. Oh, he might've, I don't know. I don't know what his influence is in that. It sounds like some mind control to me. That's not the first time I've felt that, though. I'm really not sure. No, the fuzziness? Shadow, roll a d6. (laughs) Damn it. Everybody else, roll willpower. Six, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Six. Excellent. All right, here we go. Come on, baby. Hot eyes, hot eyes. Oh, yeah, baby. That's good. Four plus two. Four total. Oh, we rolled willpower. I rolled one dice. I'm going to roll seven now. That's if you want to resist. You don't have to roll the willpower if you don't want right. to. You can just let it wash over you. Okay. I only got five anyway. So. Only. Everybody in the room... I mean, he rolled a six, right? Everybody in the room is immediately joyous. Happy. (laughs) Yeah, the sunshine. This is the the feeling. This is the feeling. (laughs) Right, right. I don't don't feel anything. What does matter with you guys? This is a very serious situation. It's so nice, though. I mean... Why? Um, oh, I hope he's not here. I mean, if it's if like this was the kind of feeling that you felt, why wouldn't you just want to? I mean, he can't be in all. He can't be all bad if this is how he makes you feel. 
oh, we've we've felt this way before we ran into that guy. That's true. Huh. That's true. I actually feel this quite often. Is does that mean he's here? That's that's true. Yeah, I've felt this many times. I don't know. I don't know what causes it. I wish I knew what you guys were feeling. I just feel sad. You don't feel the I'm always sad. <laughs> I mean, it's like um, you know, it's it's like one too many glasses of champagne, it's like too much whiskey, and the prettiest girl in the room just <laughs> yeah, walked up to right. you and grabbed you by the hand and took uh, you out on the dance floor. I mean, that's the kind of joy that you don't yeah. you don't get any of that shadow and moondian fruit salad fruit salad i've never felt any of those things i do love fruit salad if they sold this on the street corner we would have people lined up for miles well that's a good idea i wonder how we can harness it where were we god i can't even think straight <laughs> when you were at the Taylor the other day. Oh yeah. Yes. And then shortly after that, some women were killed. They say by a powered person. What do you remember about that day? Yeah. What a tragedy. I had gone in for a fitting. Um, I, I was in there maybe an hour left, went to, Went to the dry goods store across the street, picked up some food, got in my car and drove home. I mean, the police, the police already asked me about it. The shitty part is, is I don't have an, I don't really have an alibi. What's that? What did you have to eat? What did you have to eat? Oh, I didn't. I I got some groceries. I, I picked up some, some rice and they have this really, um, they have this really great, vinegar from italy there that i really like do you have it here at the haberdasher no i don't have the vinegar here at the haberdasher <laughs> what? <laughs> did you bring the vinegar to the head store do you, do you keep it in your pocket uh, well, then you're, for any time you have you fried really fish like it, do you just have some in your pocket are you that guy are you gonzo do you always carry your lime salt with you for your bud lights is that always in your pocket? <laughs> Dude, first time, first time I saw him break that out, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a thing. And then the second time I saw him break it out, I was like, oh, that's a thing. Okay, well, that's yeah. a thing. Oh, that's a thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. Go ahead, Raymond. Oh. <laughs> uh, Daniel, you're our friend, and we believe every word you say. We know you. And there is no reason why you would assault a woman on the street for no reason. But it feels like they're trying to paint it on you. Yes, I've, I've felt that pressure for quite some time. There are several of the killings in the Hoovervilles that have been... By the same invisible hand. It seems so, yes. Do you ever... Do you ever lose time? Daniel? Do I ever lose time? Do you mean like not know where I am and and can't keep track of myself? Or do you mean like have no memory? Have no memory. Hmm. All right, all right. Shadow, 
Shadow, you feel accusatory. Raymond, it's not an accusation if you don't know what you're doing. I mean, it's really just he problem said that they solving. Had ways to control people's minds. What if our friend is under control, Raymond? Back off. Right. But back off. What if Griffin himself is going out? I mean, he's got the similar power. Well, that's a possibility too. But let's just ask some questions. Do you ever find yourself losing time? I don't know. Wouldn't you know? Maybe. Can you recount every every step you took the day of that you were at the tailor? Um, Are you certain you I, went to the I, store? What I, happened after you went to I, the store? I, um, after the store, I got in my car and and I I I I drove home. Yeah, I drove home, and then. This is a week ago. I was, you know, maybe. Uh oh. No, 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 no! I didn't. I didn't drive home. I. You know what's? Oh no. I didn't have my gloves when I went to go out later that night. I. I couldn't find my gloves anywhere. He's your cousin, Cotton. You gotta kill him. <laughs> if it don't fit, you must have quit. Sable, let me look at your head. Please. Do you mind if we have a examine your neck and head? Um, what does that mean? It's imperative. We learned that there was something that could be implanted on powered people that could control them. And it would probably be a good thing to rule out. Do you mind if we just have a look? I know you're scared, but we're we we're not looking to vilify you. We're we may be trying to save you. Uh, sh- sure. Can we have a look? Sure. Let's look at that head. And he stands there, turns around. I have a medicine or a te- of one or a technology of three. Mm. I mean, it's going to be tech, right? So if you're looking for something specific like this, technically it's investigation. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Because you're, I mean, I, I assume you're looking for an incision or a bump or an incision. Right. Yeah. 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 Just some indication that, right. You're not trying to, you're not trying to do something medical. You're not trying to remove something, take something apart, technological. You know what I mean? You're not trying to any of, you're not trying to figure out how to build a, you know, an engine in a car. Um, You're just simply trying to find clues as to whether or not Daniel may have had something implanted into his head right yep makes sense yep and Ra- raymond's gonna watch he's not gonna be pilfering through his head but he's he's gonna keep an eye pilfering out just through his head raymond raymond just like poking his finger through his skull <laughs> <laughs> fishing around in there for just puncturing his brain he's like where is that thing well. <laughs> it's like a bowl of soup in here what the hell <laughs> Okay. 
And that's how the supers were saved. And that's how they were saved. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so roll investigation, please. Shadow. Hot dice, baby. Uh two. Two. There is like um like a a bump, like right as you get up into his hairline. Um not sure what it is or if it's been there or you know, but it, it's not like a wart or a, a mole or anything like that. And it is under his skin. Sable, there's a bump here, right, right at your hairline, right? I'm gonna push on it right here. Is that something you have always had or are aware of? Some injury, maybe? I got a magnet. What are you gonna do with the magnet? Run it across his neck. Tell me what happens. Dude. He brings that magnet down and he, he's got a pocket full of magnets. He can throw into a crowd and see if they stick to anybody. And uh, he starts running across his neck and the damn thing rips right out of his hand, sticks to his sticks to the back of his neck. Tink. And Daniel kind of stiffens a little bit. And he's, it seems like he's having trouble, like, lifting his arm up because he's, he's, it seems like he's uncomfortable. Oh, we got to cut that thing out of you, dude. Yep. Cut. Let's go see the vet. Cut what thing out of me? What are you, I can't breathe. Oh, I'll take the magnet off his neck. It's fucking him up, isn't it? <laughs> Shorten him out. <sighs> What the fuck? What just what just happened? They put something in you. Who put something in me? What are you talking about? You have a device in the back of your neck. We need to get it out of there. This is no joke. And he starts moving his arm and kind of pressing on it a little bit. And you see him every time he presses it, he kind of jolts. Uh, don't touch it. What the f- They got to you, Sable. How? When? Where? Hmm. How? How? Hard telling. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Griffin. How do we get this thing out of me? Let's just let's just cut it out. Kill him. <laughs> we know we know somebody that deals in strange and unique devices, but I don't know how much of a. Uh, I don't know how much skill he has with medicine. We also know a veterinarian who likes to help us out on occasion. I'm sure he could perform a simple surgery if it is a simple surgery. That's what I don't know. None of us do. The troubadour. Oh, I wasn't even considering that it could be complex enough that it might hurt him to remove it. The troubadour? I just wanted to cut the damn thing out. Yeah, I know the troubadour. Him and the vet. Um... I'm just throwing it out there. I don't really trust a veterinarian around my brain. <laughs> yeah. And you say you've met the troubadour? I work with the troubadour all the time. Do you trust him? Implicitly. To poke around your brain? Well, I don't know about poke around my brain. <laughs> Get a hold of him. We need him here tonight. We... Say, well, you may have killed that woman. We likely have to go to him. Yes. Done. I don't know where else to go. 
Um, I think that there's a device in you. Um, I know that there's a device in me. Me too. Yeah. It's magnetic. I mean, I don't think that's the case. I know that that's the case. Um, this, this whole last five minutes, what the fuck is this Alexander Griffin? Did he do this? Yeah. Yes. He threatened to do it to us. Right. What we know is that Griffin said he had access to that type of technology. And I was wondering what type of person he was. Well, I guess now we know. Cotton starts panicking, feeling the back of his neck. Why would he kill that woman, though? Raymond, Raymond, look at the back of my neck. Make sure there's nothing back there. Okay, everybody needs to check everybody's neck right now. I'm going to give everybody a magnet. I run the magnet across my neck. Nothing. Nothing? Okay. None of you have a magnet stick to the back of your neck. Oh, good. Good. Good luck, Sable. Hey, listen, we got things to do. Let us know how this works out. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, do I get a hat from this trip, too? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but of course! And on the count of three, the three of us power walk out of there. <laughs> no, okay. End scene. We've got to help. we got to help this yes, happen. Yes, we have so. to help this happen, but that's going to be next episode. See? Hey, there you go. Holy crap. Um, you made a decision and you found out some stuff and now you have a track to go through. That was awesome. Holy crap. Those were some big moves. Dude, that was dope. I I did not expect that. He clowned us. I did not expect Good. That. He totally clowned us. Yeah, I did. I whomped. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. My name is Duke Walter, your game master. Renaissance City is a Prowlers and Paragons Ultimate Edition actual play set in an alternate 1920s Detroit. It's a bit noir, a bit sci-fi, and a whole lot of fun. You can follow me on Twitter at Invisible Duke. The Scarlet Spartan is played by Dean Martin Jr. Cotton Dearborn and King are played by Chris Freedom. Saint Shadow is played by Jazz Abramowitz. You can find all of our content at ttrptheater.com. We have links to our YouTube page, our Twitter, Twitch, all of those things there. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time for more Renaissance City.